This episode of the YN Crew podcast is brought to you by Times Cineplex. Hey guys, it's Kev. So this is Naz. I am Tibby. This is Del. And you all know who this is. And we are the YN Crew. Oh yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to the Wyan Crew podcast. It's another episode this week, and we are all back. Uh, what's up? Woohoo! Woo! <laughs> We're recording this really early on a Sunday morning, <laughs> hence the lack of energy <laughs> this week. Uh, but yeah, we're I all gave back. Gave my all. <laughs> your that was your all. Are you serious? Anyway, this week we're going to be talking about Skyscraper, which is the latest uh, latest Dwayne Johnson movie that has hit theaters here in Brunei as of last week. We'll be giving you a short review later on in the show. But first, my first co-host, it's Del. Hello. What's up? Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> wow, you were not kidding. <laughs> I woke up like an hour ago. <laughs> And uh, I am ready to go. I'm ready to face this day with starting with this podcast. Right, I I've been up since 5 a.m., but that's yeah. another story. Uh, up next, it's the co-host of the Wine Crew podcast. It's Kai. Sup, guys. Sup. Everybody be uh, keeping in touch with Comic Con updates. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so we have lots to talk about this week because yeah. it is a Comic Con this weekend. Well, this week and next week actually. In San Diego. No, it's just this weekend. Yeah, but you know, things still trail off till Monday, Tuesday. Uh, So we will be covering a little bit of the big news that has been happening in the last couple of days at Comic-Con SDCC 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Up next, it's the co-host, well, the final co-host for today of the Wine Crew Podcast. It's Naz. Woo! Hi. Sup? Sup? <laughs> you could tell if we had our if we had our way, we would just be saying sup like for the next one hour. <laughs> Every one of us is just a little bit sort of lagging. Yeah, <laughs> we're all we're all in tune to Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> yeah, we, we haven't jumped off yet today. It was just sort of like yeah. We'll get there as we talk about <laughs> we'll skyscraper. Where's my coffee? Where's my coffee? Oh, that's what I was missing. Right. right. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to the news this week on the Wine Crew Podcast. Big news. Uh, first up, we're gonna have to address this one. James Gunn has been fired from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and this is because of some tweets that resurfaced in 2009 uh, from 2009 so they're about 10 years old where he you know demonstrated a a little bit of sexism and homophobism and some aggression in those tweets but you know if you do read those tweets in context it's a joke yeah Yeah. there are jokes in bad taste but nonetheless they are still jokes I was reading some of the uh, these tweets actually resurfaced like two three years ago. They did. So yeah. um, the the timeline is that he wrote these tweets trying to, in his own words, trying to be some sort of an edgy kind of provocative comedian. He was doing it to elicit reactions out of people. Um, and I guess if you watched his movie Super and Slither, I think they're kind of there. They're they're always a bit off. He's always been a bit off kilter in terms of his stories. Um, and then he did apologize for them when they first surfaced. I think this was just after he got Guardians, the first Guardians mm-hmm. game. Okay. So he did apologize for them. And I think he consciously chose to leave them on his timeline instead of deleting them and admitting that. Because deleting them means he's actually yeah. you know, like trying he's, to hide. He, he's feeling guilty about it. Yeah, and, and yeah. trying to hide it. So this whole thing kind of got blown out of proportion a couple of days ago, I think yesterday, when he got into a political argument with a far-right uh, yeah. radical Twitter user. And this Twitter user went out of his way to screen grab these and kind of circulate them yep. online. And it obviously caught the attention of Disney, I think, again. And I think that's when Disney said, yeah, no, we, uh, we can't continue like this. Yeah, I, I'm assuming Disney knew about these tweets, you know, from two, three years ago when they first resurfaced. And this is just a knee-jerk reaction to sort of react because of the potential backlash yeah. Yeah. from the, you know, the general public or the fans in general. I feel bad for him. Uh, he, I, I really do. Uh, so much so because you have his brother, Sean Gunn, and even Bautista coming out in defense to say that what Disney is doing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not okay with it. Yeah. I have not, I have not read any of the reactions, oh. actually. I'm not, I've not read anything outside of the main thing. Yeah. But so I don't think Batista blamed uh, Disney for this because he's just saying that it's not okay what's happening to James Gunn. But more so, I'm reading it in the lines of how people are bringing his past up to yeah. punish him right yeah. now. Yeah. This throws a big spanner into the machine of Marvel, which is 
post Avengers Infinity War Part Two or Avengers Four, they've already announced that everything is going to be more cosmic, which is something that James Gunn himself is kind of heading up with Guardians of the Galaxy and with his input in Infinity War and how we've seen certain parts of the Marvel cosmic universe. How do you think this might affect you know the future of the MCU? Um, I think Marvel is a well-oiled machine, and I'm sure they'll be able to find. Well, I don't think saying the words find someone to replace James Gunn is the right way to go because I don't think you could replace James Gunn creatively. Um, but they will find somebody to fill the shoes. The only thing I feel really bad about is that the individual that called out James Gunn on this has actually had statistically way more honestly alarming content on his Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. Um, so much so that there's been clips of him going on podcasts and talking about unspeakable things, which I really think is potentially a red flag for the law because for all intents and purposes this individual has uploaded and has participated in very sociopathic content that that's a bit worrying yeah yeah Yeah. so for him to call out somebody who's openly apologized for what he's done and win that's just very disturbing so so this is a a situation where it's like the pot calling the kettle black uh, yeah he's in the same boat kind of yeah but only difference is that james gunn only said those things whereas this individual has been recorded has taken it further yeah yeah as as admissions of guilt so it's it's very scary all right so there you go we at the wyan crew you know we're a bit disappointed at this turn of events james gunn not not in the mcu anymore he's been dropped by disney and marvel uh, we'll just have to see what the future holds for the franchise. Yeah, and and, uh, and I don't and think we can blame Disney or Marvel. Yeah, no, it's, no, um, it's like understood. Yeah, They're a family brand, yeah. and for somebody to talk about these things, no matter yeah. when, it's yeah. it's scary. But then I, I, for one, don't mind changing directors for the third Guardians. I would like to see somebody new uh, give their own take on uh, what the. I think every, everyone's thinking it'll be Taika Waititi. Really? Really? They're gonna they bring him back for this. Because <laughs> um, he he's, he's quirky and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Korg would be perfect with the Guardians. <laughs> okay, if he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope he is. He yeah. should be. All right, let's uh, let's move to the <coughs> next bit of the news, which is uh, news from the Warner Brothers camp and uh, DC, who just had their panel uh, maybe like ten hours ago, as of time of recording. The first big news is we finally got the Aquaman trailer. Woo! Yay! Am I the only one? <laughs> I, okay, I'm just gonna say it. I thought it was okay. Yeah, I thought it was okay. It, it was not like, whoa, this is so awesome. It's okay. Yeah. It's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm saying this while I have Dell looking up at the ceiling <laughs> and Kai looking at me with dead eyes. <laughs> I liked. I mean, so up until, up until this point, I am quite in favor of Aquaman directed by James Wan. And for some reason, I think James Wan chose to cut the trailer himself. I don't know if he has done that for his previous movies. And uh, when I saw this this morning, I thought this could be a disaster. (laughs) This could be the worst uh, DC film. So Um, Dell is somebody who doesn't mince his words. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's just CGI, a CGI fest. It was like so many creatures and they are riding the... I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about seeing human riding so many... (laughs) Like whatever those creatures were in the water. And then... And and Jason Momoa's uh, humor is so flat... Or oh, the writing for him is so flat. Whenever he makes a joke, I cringe and I, I'm not enjoying this trailer at all. Okay, but this is just the first trailer, right? So <laughs> It doesn't so. feel like a first trailer. It feels like the last trailer because yeah. nothing is... There's no subtlety. Everything is laid out in front of us. Yeah. We see how uh, the first act of the movie is going to be and then the second and third act, we could probably yeah. piece it together from this one. Yeah, it is kind of obvious looking at the trailer. That's true. I still maintain that it was okay. I- I'm not saying it's great, but it's it's okay. I I agree with you on the whole CG thing. There's just too much of it, and uh, they don't look great. The CG, yeah, it, it didn't look great. It looked too cartoonish. I don't think you can finish that much CGI so soon. So I would uh, the CG is the least of my problems. In all honesty, <laughs> okay, so soon. I mean, if they release this like three months ago, I would be okay. You know, I'll give it a pass. But then it's already July. Yeah, this is out in December. Uh, yeah, they'll get it done. Okay, Naz, what did you think before I go on my emotional rant? I thought it was okay as well. Like, I, I didn't think it was bad. Okay. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. 
All right, let's yeah. let's move move on to Kai. <laughs> this I'm I'm dreading this. <laughs> I'm gonna have to cap you off soon, but yeah. Um, this is the thing, right? With all these DC movies, when I saw the trailer for Man of Steel, the second trailer, in fact, there is a shot of of Henry Cavill coming out of the Fortress of Solitude with the cape blowing in the wind, and immediately I thought that is Superman. When they released the trailer for Batman vs Superman, there's a shot of Ben Affleck looking at the bat suit inside a chamber and there's a voiceover from Alfred that goes it's the fever it starts like a rage that drives good men cruel and at that shot I said that is Batman when the Wonder Woman trailer came out and then she took the sword on Themyscira I said that is Wonder Woman okay and with Suicide Squad when Harley Quinn stole a jacket at the end of one of the trailers she said what we're bad guys and I thought that's Harley Quinn right the reason I'm going on this sort of tangent is because every time I've seen something from DC even though it's not something I read in the comics because I am a DC fan lifelong I uh, there's always certain symbols or certain shots that make me go yeah this captures the essence of that character with Aquaman I saw pictures from Entertainment Weekly a couple of weeks ago that had Black Manta that had uh, Orm played by Patrick Wilson that yeah. had Mera played by Amber Heard and I looked at pic- the pictures of the villains because Aquaman's villains are amazing and I th- and I thought yes that is Ocean Master that is Black Manta but there's not been a single scene with Jason Momoa either if it's from BVS Justice League or whatever whatever he's done especially in today's trailer that makes me go that's Aquaman you know and it's so disappointing because it's not like there's not material for him but I guess because I've always felt he's more of a Lobo than he is Aquaman. So mm. when I saw the trailer today, I thought, first of all, this looks like Naboo under Gung. Uh, what's that? Oh, yeah. yeah, in uh, Gungans. The, the Gungan uh, place in yeah, Phantom yeah. Menace. Yeah, I'm yeah. blanking right now. I was like, okay, so this is basically Phantom Menace, and then the trailer just, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. So, so for you, it's I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I really don't because I've, I honestly, like with Dell, I really wanted everything to work. I genuinely want this. We all do, yeah. yeah. We, we all do. Uh, but we'll just have to wait and see. Hopefully, they, you know, they improve things with the second trailer. Although the reaction online has been, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's okay. Finally, we get to see an Aquaman trailer and we have some outlets reporting that, you know, they're actually excited for the full movie. But we'll just have to wait and see. More news from the Warner Brothers panel at SDCC 2018. We got our first look at Shazam with a trailer. Okay, Woo! that... Now, now that's good. That is so good. Okay. I had my doubts with Zachary Levi when he was announced as Shazam because of who we know him as from TV. And right. then to translate onto the screen, I, I had my doubts. But today, I, I see him in the flesh as Shazam with the humor. And I thought, that's why they picked him. I, I totally see it now. Same. Yeah. I wasn't sure about Zachary Levi and then... I, there were some behind the scenes pictures of the costume and I thought yeah he doesn't look that bad but there's been some pictures in the last couple of days of him like on magazine covers and whatnot and I thought wow they may actually just get him right mm. and then I saw the trailer today and I don't want to spoil it for anybody who's not seen it our, our listeners but yes this movie looks like it's going to be charming and endearing and I like it yeah Del I like how you don't want to spoil this but you just uh, you don't you don't care about Aquaman's trailer <laughs> I don't think anybody cares about Aquaman's trailer <laughs> <laughs> this is the best trailer out of SDC so far no it's not uh, for me it is and uh, bec- I'll tell you why because I don't know Shazam that well I only remember him from the cartoon back in the 80s yeah. and to see what they are doing with this character and doing with the setup the plot and the humor especially that humor I think this could be one of the best DC movies maybe uh, on the same level as Wonder Woman you think uh, I'm hoping it'll be better because yeah. Wonder Woman's third act was just uh, not that great okay Naz your thoughts on uh, Shazam uh I never doubted Zachary Le- how do you- uh, Levi. Levi. Levi in the first place because I think he could bring out that humor we want from the character because I watched a bit of the cartoon and the character is quite charming in the trailer itself. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, he really embodies the whole yeah. kid, kid in, inside. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the best things that ha- this movie has going for it because yeah. it is such a contrast between a big burly man but then when he talks it's like a... Yeah, the, the yeah. mind of a kid. Yeah, yeah the mind of a kid. And I'm a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very curious to see the relationship 
connection between him and the uh, other kid. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Like his, uh, uh, his, his best friend who's yeah. in the same hospital. Yeah, I just literally realized that I'm the only person who was able to tell what was happening between the two kids in the trailer because there's that kid, his friend Freddy plays a bigger role in the overall story. But no. I will not spoil it for anyone. Okay. Uh, that's out next year, next April. Next year, April, somewhere around uh, Can't wait for that. Uh, we also got a trailer this morning, actually, for Godzilla, King Woo! of Monsters. Now, this is the best trailer from Comic-Con. <laughs> Why? Uh, because, because, I will justify this. Because creature features and monster movies have always been a Hollywood staple. Yes. From the 50s, you know, the, uh, the sp- big spiders from Mars, um, the thing from outer space. So all these... The cre- blob, yeah. Yeah, you know, these movies have always been a staple. And then they were kind of lost for a while. And the 2014 Godzilla was able to perfectly balance a tense narrative with really good monster action. Mm. So with this one coming out, it's only the only form in my opinion, the only way to go is up. So I'm super excited to see Godzilla fight his villains and uh, his enemies in this movie. Yeah. Um, so who are the villains of this movie because the voiceover by um uh, what's her name? Um, Millie Bill Bobby Brown. No, no, no the, the mother. Yeah. Um, anyway, conjuring, conjuring. <laughs> yeah, conjuring uh, woman. Vera Farmiga. Vera. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so she's saying that the world is um, about to die, and um, the only way for it to survive is when these titans come together. Yeah, they're, they're called to titans form now. Voltron. Right. They're, they're not monsters. They're not kaiju. They're, they're so titans. Who who is the bad guy then? I mean, she named King all Godora. of them. King Ghidorah. Is that not from uh, not one of the titans then? So that yeah, that is one of the titans. So they're gonna. But then I thought the titans are here to save the world. So I'm guessing they're gonna go with like a terraforming route because if you see there's shots of Washington D.C. that's been completely terraformed. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm guessing like they're rebuilding the world. So uh, yeah, because I I don't get it at all because I don't know the lore and I'm sure. Like, oh no, this is completely different from the original. Lore. Okay. Yeah. And uh, okay, that okay. that makes it even worse. Let me, because let, let me pitch it to you right now, Dell. For like four dollars on a Monday afternoon, you can see a bunch of monsters fight each other. Nope, man, you're just <laughs> not good enough. We need we need balance, Naz. <laughs> What's happening? Dell doesn't like it. I love it. What? Like the, what? The trailer. The trailer. Oh. Yeah. I liked it. All right. Godzilla, <laughs> right? No, I loved it. Yeah. Kai oh, was, my goodness. Once she said she loved it, Kai was about to turn and look at me like, there you go. <laughs> I liked it. I mean, it, for me, it didn't make sense. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah you don't have to. It's a trailer. Yeah, no. There, no. there are monsters. There was Godzilla shooting yeah. beams. Yeah. Like, how are these monsters coming to save Earth? They, are, they literally are destroying it. They're not coming to save Earth. They're already here. Well, yeah, but they are this. The world is about to die. I feel like Dell is selectively critical. <laughs> like the movies he likes, regardless how much it defies logic, he will say it's just a movie. But the movies that he refuses to understand, he'll be like, no, no, no. Tell me A to Z. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm right, Dell. <laughs> no, there are movies that you like. I go, wait a second. The most logical person I know liked this movie. And then there's movies that you're just supposed to kind of suspend your beliefs and and just enjoy the film. Dell goes like, no, no, no. How is he breathing underwater? Like, he, like he's that critical. I think Dell has selected. Anyway, critical. it has to make sense in the universe that they present themselves in. That's okay, we, we, we got thing. a year. Yeah. It'll make sense. We have a year. Yeah. We have right. a year. But here's something I can guarantee you: Dell will still watch it. He will still, watch, still watch it. it. Yeah, still I will. Yeah. So long as he's part of this. Podcast. I'm being fair <laughs> to the movie. I'm a very fair person. <laughs> I don't think you. Are. All right. Uh, last week we got our first trailer of a movie that I know Kai and Dell at least are excited about. It's the first trailer for Glass. Oh, I yeah. didn't see it. it. What? I'm refusing to see it. You don't want to no, know anything about I wanna it. I want to walk in completely blind, like, blown away. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I guess we can't talk about it. You, no, <laughs> no. You, guys, you guys can talk about I'm it. I'm excited for James McAvoy's. Yeah. Yeah. Character. Like his character how from Split. Yeah. How and how he fits in with yeah. you know Bruce Willis and Sam Jackson. Okay. So you saw the poster, right, Kai? I saw the poster. Yes. Okay. So the opening sequence is them from that poster. They are sitting inside a room. Let's just say a room without spoiling it for you. They are sitting there together and I don't understand why or how they can be sitting there together. Yeah, how they met. And uh, someone is chained up but not the person you would expect. So I'm like... I don't know what I feel about this opening scene, 
But after that, the whole trailer was good. Okay. Yeah. Like, you see very quick snippets of what we expect from the different characters. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the whole monologue that Sam Jackson's character, Mr. Glass, yeah. is is giving throughout the whole trailer. Yeah. And, you know, it's it, he's as menacing as ever and he has his reasons yeah. as to why he has to be that. The best part of the trailer is that you can tell the tone of the movie is going to be, like, unbreakable. It's going to mm. be a very grounded, yeah. uh, gritty, but it's still superhero-based. Yes. You know what? It's fantastic. You know what would be funny though? If Sham- uh, if M. Night Shyamalan pulls another fast one and suddenly this is related to the village. Like he just merges all his movies <laughs> into... And then like you have like a grown-up Haley Joel Osman going to a psychiatrist saying, I see dead people. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of it, everyone just goes down to see the lady in the water. <laughs> or or, or the go apartment. to space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, for, uh, after uh, Earth. We are... We, we are science? Uh, yeah, science, science yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. But the best uh, part is if he can merge all these universes yeah. with Avatar. <laughs> which, which, which Avatar? The Last Airbender. Oh, that, that, that's not Avatar. That's the air, Last Airbender. Yeah. Avatar is a blue people masterpiece. <laughs> wow. All right, we also got a trailer last week for Robin Hood. Wait, what? Yeah, we got oh, Taron Egerton. Taron Egerton right, and Jamie yeah. Fox. <laughs> There's a trailer out, and I have to say, I was a bit like, "What? Another Robin Hood movie?" But this this blew me away. I was like, "I I want to see this," Ooh. and it's kind of weird to see Jamie Fox with a you know slightly British accent, not fully British, but slightly British, and Taron Egerton's character as Robin Hood. He's like a modern day Brit. It's not yeah. like I see the so and so. It's all like. <laughs> You know, give me this, give me that. And, you know, it's, it's what we, we see him as in Kingsman and other movies that he's been in. Did you check it out? Yeah. 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 Um, well, just now Kai went on a tangent and said, like, one shot, then this is the character, right? Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't see it here. Tara Negaton's Robin Hood is so different from the Robin Hood that I know, which is the fox. And Oh, I thought you meant the, <laughs> the 1992 classic with the Kevin Costner and a mullet. Uh, I would uh, say... <laughs> I would prefer the Men in Tights yeah, version. Men in Tights is yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, Men in Tights. <laughs> Lend me your ears. <laughs> uh, this, one, this one is just an action flick. Yeah. I can't uh, swim. <laughs> this is a straight up action but flick. Yeah. The way he shoots arrows, I like. I want to see more of that. It's just that he doesn't have the height of a Robin Hood. He doesn't. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's wow, too... way, way to attack the guy on something he has no, to No, I mean, if you, want, if you want to cast somebody right... I but then again, yeah. Wolverine oh. is uh, very out of left field. Yeah. Hugh Jackman, I'm talking. Yeah, Hugh but, Jackman. but uh, uh, let's see the movie lah. I I be- I just saw snippets of it on Instagram, so I I don't uh, I don't really know what's up. I feel like it, it reminds me of King Arthur, the the the, the, uh, the like Charlie Hunter, rough, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the rough neck. Yeah, I like, yeah. I guess that's what they're going for these yeah, days yeah. with all these classic stories. Like, wh- yeah. why are you wearing a, a really nice leather jacket? Yeah, in yeah. Those <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. Because you still uh, need to have uh, style. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't have to be so fancy. <laughs> well. <And then> next- <laughs> Is yeah, that by the, Louis Vuitton? <laughs> Next, they're gonna do a. They're gonna do a. That fancy. King Henry uh, adaptation with like tattoos and stuff, yeah. and he's uh, and he's like throwing macaroons and it's going like no more macaroons and he's got a gun. I don't know. Anyway, it, that, it all started with Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah. It? Anyway, that that's out in November, so we're we're gonna check that out when it comes out. I'm I'm kind of excited for. I'm it. excited. Yeah, it seems like an action movie with a very strong element of comedy. Ben Mendelsohn's in it, you know, oh, as the bad. Okay. Yeah, he's in it. So, yeah, let, let, let's see what happens uh, when it comes out. We got a fan film last week Oh, for Uncharted. Yes. And Nathan Fillion is in it playing Nathan Drake. Now, this is something that we've maybe talked about on uh, this podcast a couple of times, saying that just give it to you know Nathan Fillion because he is sort of Nathan Drake. Like, we see him in his various roles and we see Nathan Drake. And this fan film proves it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's like a what what is it? Like a 12-minute fan film yep. and uh, you know, you see Nathan Drake. It is kind of like reminiscent of the video games where it's like one long cutscene and it tells the whole story of him getting caught and then he has to escape and da da da. da. Any thoughts on that? I don't know Nathan Drake because I don't play the game. Okay. But uh I will watch this one I will watch Nathan Fillion as Nathan Drake because I think the, what he brings to the role and to most of anything that he does is that passion and that lovable guy that has, is full of charisma and also a lot of humor 
there's a certain sense of sincerity to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because he is a true blue uh, and a geek. small amount of snide. Yeah, he's just a yeah. bit snide. Mm. Um, I was really, really impressed because a couple of years ago when Uncharted Three came out, I think that was that was a good time ago. I saw an action figure of Nathan Drake, and I thought, why is there an action figure of Maul Reynolds from Firefly? Here? <laughs> because he looks so similar to Nathan Fillion. And when this uh, fan film came out, which was, I think now if you think about it, it makes perfect sense because people have want him to play Nathan Drake. Yeah. yeah. I saw the what twelve, thirteen minutes, and I thought, you don't need an Uncharted movie anymore. You got this. Yeah. So I'm just hoping it's a Deadpool situation whereby, uh, you know, like 10 yeah. minutes of footage result. The fan, uh, you know, appetite alone is enough to push the studio to say, all right, we'll make we'll the full it. movie. Yeah. I mean, Naz, would you watch that? For yes, sure, of right? course. <laughs> I love Uncharted. You're like the biggest video game, this you know, room. panelist here in, yeah. in, in this room, you know, since Wait, TV. which one's your favorite? Three. Really? Three. Yeah. Nice. Okay. But then the problem with you, um, Hollywood now is that they want to make trilogy or, or uh, franchise. Yeah, that's true. So what do we think about uh, Nathan Fillion going for the next 10 years as Nathan Drake mm. would he be able to do it physically okay well, you see, the, the I thing have is, the perfect yeah. answer for that Tom Cruise Tom Cruise is 58 <laughs> yeah. right Hugh 58 Jackman yeah Hugh well. Jackman is 56 or yes. something like that like, how old is Nathan Nathan is 40 something late 40 he has time he, he has, has time, time. <laughs> and, <laughs> and as per the lore in the video game for Uncharted Uncharted 4 came out last year and it is an older yeah. Nathan Drake. Yes. So, you know, he has time to grow into that yeah. role, possibly. Uh, here's some big news that we have been talking about for months here on the podcast. It's about the Disney acquisition of Fox. Now, there was a bidding war against uh, Fox and Comcast who, you know, put out a bid there to say that we'll, we'll buy it for X billion dollars and then Disney drops the bomb and says, we'll do it for $71 billion plus all your debt which makes the whole deal worth $85 billion and there was a bit of uh oh, you know, Disney is definitely going to get it now. Now it's crystal clear because Comcast has dropped its bid yeah. against Disney. No one's going against. No them. one's going against Disney, and yeah. I think that Kai brought it up on uh, on the last couple of episodes of the podcast. He said that well, Disney's definitely going to get it, and Comcast is probably just there to sort of up the bid for mm. Fox. Yeah, it's happening, guys. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Are we excited? Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, let, let's just give our level of excitement of how the, the whole MCU getting back all the characters that they, they want from Fox and where it might go. I'm uh, excited! Yeah. <laughs> so, Nas would be excited. She's the resident Marvel fan. Yeah. Uh, I'm just as pissed Dell off. I'm glad Avatar 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 have a home now. <laughs> what? And they'll probably have like a Disneyland section. They already do. Pandora oh, Land is coming in 2021. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm so glad that Avatar's future is secure. <laughs> oh Was goodness. it ever not? Um, no. Because 2 and 3 are funded and it's being developed and we'll be seeing it in a year. But 4 and 5 are never sure. So I'm glad we're going to be getting this until <laughs> the end of time. No, no, no. Not necessarily. Disney could easily pull the plug. But uh, it depends on 2 and 3. So, uh, so I'll see you in 2034. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, if I'm I... being serious, uh, I don't see myself watching all the Marvel movies until I die. But I think it'll be a very... You watch good... Avatar, everything I Avatar. Do. <laughs> yeah, I, I would watch Avatar. But I think it will be so beautiful to see the X-Men <gasps> and the Fantastic, and the Fantastic Four. Four. yeah. And I think I can literally stop watching after that. Like, I could literally just go, yeah, I got it. I, I got what I wanted. Yeah. You know, is to see all these characters under the same kind so of So I will be excited if... If... For MCU, Disney will have the Fox section or the Fox's staff continue to produce those uh, movies because they their own people are already busy with the MCU. They need another department just to create more of these uh, comic book heroes uh, movies. If they were to do four or five movies a year, that would be great. But at the moment, they are only limiting themselves to three max maximum three yeah because they only have that much time on yeah. their hands and the people so if they if they have other resources just for uh making more marvel movies then yeah i will be excited i don't want to just wait for another five years to get the first x-men movie okay mm. that makes sense yeah. okay so yeah so i think it's safe to say that it's a done deal like this thing is gonna go Pretty down much, yeah no matter what and we'll see what the future holds for the mcu and disney in general uh getting back all the characters that they so desperately want to do something 
something with uh, yeah. in the MCU. Should do you guys think they should continue with the cast of X Men? Absolutely not. Which X Men? Like the, the current, the, current the Ty Sheridan yeah. from the eighties. No. You know, Simply because the audiences will not understand. They're you probably, need to wipe the slate clean, start back. But the only constant you could keep if you want to is Hugh Jackman. That is ridiculous. You <laughs> <right? laughs> on one hand you say the audience won't understand, but then you want to keep just one character. I have one actor to play that character. Del, are you not protective of that beautiful man in that role? <laughs> I am, but your argument is kind of yeah, it's it's it's, it's kind it's of contradicts I know, itself. I know, but no, they proper start. Okay, no, uh, don't don't bring them back because Aww. Hugh Jackman won't be coming back. He doesn't want to I'm do it anymore. Talking about the ex- <laughs> no, 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 I'm talking about like Hugh, because in order to preserve Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, one way is to bring the whole cast back, right? In order for it to make logical sense, but then Hugh Jackman doesn't want to come back anymore. For now. No, uh, yeah. But <laughs> if he were to come back, it would be in Deadpool. Okay. Because Ryan is yeah. so buddy-buddy with him. Yeah. And he's been I, I trying like to get him Del back. I like how Del calls Ryan Reynolds Ryan on a first-name <laughs> yeah, basis. <laughs> Del has him on speed now. <laughs> he's the ninth one, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> the ninth one. Ninth one, yeah. Why is he... Who's... I, Who's second? Who's third? Who's one? My three? my parents. Okay. Oh, okay. Because if you had said something like Chris Evans, I would leave. <laughs> All right. More news from the DC camp now. The Joker origin movie, which is something we've talked about, which is one of those artsy standalone films, yeah. they've been confirmed and they have a budget of about fifty five million dollars to do this. It has landed its official title and release date. And the official title for this movie, which is going to star Yaquin Phoenix as the Joker, is going to be Joker. Joker. And it is set for release in October 2019. So we've got a little bit more than a year to go. This is going to be an origin story for the Joker. I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm not very familiar with the Joker's origin because there's so many. Um, okay, so this is a case of life imitating art. Um, recently in the DC Comics stories, Batman um, acquired what is called the Mobius chair. And the Mobius chair has the answers to everything. So the first question Batman asked the chair was, who is the Joker? And for the first time in history, the chair asked a question back and said, which one? So in the DC universe right now, there is three Jokers in the comics. And if you notice, there is Jared Leto, Joaquin Phoenix. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's a matter of time before we get another Joker. Mm. And DC makes the three Joker story in the comics into a film. Okay. No. So it's, yeah, it's it's really trippy. It's really yeah. out there, but it is the comics right now. There's three Jokers there. It might be a bit confusing for like, you know, the general fan yes. to see three different Jokers. Yeah. I mean, but it I... could also be a marketing genius because yeah. Joker is the best selling villain there is I guess so but even now because we already have a Jared Leto Joker mm-hmm. which fans have seen on screen for fans to come and see another Joker played by another actor who maybe portrays the role differently it, it, it would just be a bit jarring for, for most movie yeah, yeah it would be so it's it's just interesting to see where this is going okay Let, let's move it along because we, we've got quite a bit more news uh, to go Wonder Woman 1984 apparently it's said by Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins that it is not a sequel to the first one it's just another chapter in the Wonder Woman story every time I hear this it it boggles my mind (laughs) how does this make sense the next chapter is the sequel (laughs) no I think what they mean is chronologically because I wouldn't be surprised if the third Wonder Woman is set between one and two you know what I mean like Wonder Woman is immoral so you could literally you could if it's a book you could open it at any chapter right right so chapter one was 1918 which is World War One. chapter two is 1984 and for all you know something that happens in 1984 maybe a reference in the third one that will take place in 1963 mm. so you know what I mean it's not yeah. it's a follow up which is what a sequel means not really because some follow ups are a prequel then that's a prequel <laughs> yes but what, what I mean is it's the next in release okay Phantom Menace is a follow-up to Return of the Jedi, but is a prequel to the Star Wars saga. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it comes after it was released after Return of the Jedi. The the story itself takes place after the first one, so that makes it a sequel, which is chapter two. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah, this could be chapter five. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say chronologically. (laughs) Yeah, but then sequel does not have that chronological factor to it. It's just a story that comes after the first one. We will never agree on this. All right. We, we could sit here the whole day yeah. arguing about this, but we've got to move it on. We're about to jump on board a nostalgia train for now because the next uh, couple of bits of news are all about nostalgia from the 80s. First up, we've got a bit of news from Christopher Lloyd who played Doc Brown Aww. in the Back yes. to the Future series. And he says he would be delighted to make a Back to the Future 4 
<laughs> but I mean, how? <laughs> the fans have been rallying around mm. this idea for the last 30 years. Mm. And it this is definitely a non-starter. Robert Zemeckis himself has come up and said that, you know, there isn't going to be a fourth film. At a recent screening of the original film in Phoenix for a festival, I think, for an event where Christopher Lloyd was like one of the guests because they were screening Back to the Future, he said that I would love to do a fourth film uh, if they can get the idea right and if the directors and the writers, which is Bob Zemeckis and Bob Gale, come back on and maybe. I mean, I, I would really love to see it, but the question is, would you get Michael J. Fox to come back and play Marty McFly? If you don't, then what's the point, right? Exactly, right? Yeah. Um, but he can't. I'm of the mind that they shouldn't do it because mm. the the first three are not is not only close to being a perfect trilogy. I I, I admit the third one's a bit yeah. divisive, but it's written really well still. Yeah, mm-hmm. even though it's not a theme we all like, which is the Wild West, it is still a really well written trilogy, and it closes itself off. There's no loopholes. There's no plot holes. Nothing. There are some logic that you go, wait, what? Doc decided to get married, and there's a train now. Yeah, but there's no questions left you it, you can imagine doc and the wife went off marty and uh his girlfriend had a good life and i just feel like coming back now would just take away from the magic of that trilogy which is also a love letter to the 1980s yeah so so as far as you're concerned they've bookended the whole yeah, thing they really have. So leave it as it is it's gonna be a classic forever yeah you know, it's, it's like the, it's like 20 years from now christian bell saying i want to play an old bruce wayne it's like but you were already happy with selena kyle okay you know it's it's closed off yeah i don't Oh, no, I would like to see that one. Like I'm actually, as Batman. I say it, as I say it, I would love to see another chapter in Nolan's yeah, Batman. But, but Back to the Future, I'm, I agree in wholeheartedly. It is done. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. Just leave I it agree. as it is. Okay, so everyone agrees. Moving on, Robocop apparently oh, is getting a new movie. Yes, and it's going to be directed by Neil Blomkamp. Oh, Dell, this new Robocop movie is a sequel to Robocop 1. I agree. Oh, like with the same actors. Yeah, but, so, but it's uh-huh. the fourth one to be released. Yeah. So it's a follow-up to the Robocop story 3. The story itself... Is a sequel to Robocop 1. The, the story itself comes after the first one, which by definition is a sequel. Yes. This is a sequel. But it is the fourth film in the, cha- in the saga. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, you're not going to get him to agree. I guess this. not. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's trying. Fine. I'm, I'm trying to wrap my, my mind <laughs> it's around It's the opposite it. from Wonder Woman. Anyway. But you see Wonder Woman. Okay, okay, never, no, 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 no. We're on Robocop. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's move on. I, I actually think that, you know, this is a good turn of events for the Robocop franchise. Yes. You know, they tried to reboot the series about four years ago. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah yes. they did. They, they rebooted with, with, with that I new know, okay. Robocop yeah. uh, with Joel Kinnaman. <laughs> and know. it just didn't gel. Let's see w- when we get more news with regards to this new Robocop movie. I- I'm excited. It's Neil Blomkamp. I, I could be wrong. It's Neil Blomkamp yes, doing it, right? Yeah. Neil Blomkamp is is directing, of right. course, famously directing movies such as District 9 and Chappie. He's, uh, uh, he from... got Alien 5 taken away from him. Yeah. In he's... favor of more Ridley Scott. <laughs> um... uh. <laughs> Which is another thing that we might tangent off into. Anyway, yeah. next bit of nostalgia for you guys. We're going to get a new Predator movie. Yes. All right. Uh, and we have talked about the first full trailer where we saw the Black Alien. Ult- uh, sorry, the Black Predator. Ultra Predator. Ultra Predator. Shane Black the director for the film has explained uh, that the origin of this ultimate predator is actually an amalgamation of all the different species of uh, all the different tribes the tribes was it tribes and and this ultimate predator has traits taken from DNA from other species Uh, I think other predator tribes no uh, other species that they've hunted oh really yeah that's what that's what Shane Black has said and I'm quoting here if the predator was to be an amalgam of not just an ordinary predator but also a collection of traits gamered from the various most powerful species that they've hunted right yawn (laughs) this is like this is that that, what is that movie again Pacific Rim 2 (laughs) a game Do you mean the first movie this year that's worthy to be on my Blu-ray show? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just want to see what this Ultimate Predator can do because we saw just two shots of him in the trailer. Just him. His his hands are huge. Yeah. uh, And and he looks enough to hold the other Predator, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then more news with regards to the Predator movie that's coming out. The next Predator movie will introduce female Predators. Yeah, I heard. So they're confident this one's going to make money. They're always confident. Nah. Which, like, Power Rangers were confident. So was Terminator. Yeah. I actually saw the whole cast and the director of this next Predator movie 
on Conan yesterday. Right. They were there. The whole cast and crew. Olivia Munn was there. Um, what's his name? The guy from Keen Peel. Uh, uh, Jordan, Jordan Peele. No, 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 no Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, Keegan yeah, Michael. Yeah, yeah. He, he's in there. And then you've got Shane Black, who was fun fact. He was in the first Predator he movie was, with yes. Arnold. And I don't know. It, you know when when you see like a panel of all the stars, they're always very like yeah, and this and that, and this and that. You you didn't get that magic from this this Ooh. whole cast. Maybe it's just because they were tired because they were at Comic-Con, they were at SDCC, and that's where Conan is broadcasting over the next couple of days. But yeah, this is coming out this year. Dell is the one that's most excited because it's a Shane Black film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's um, right. That's right. <laughs> is he really oh, though? No, I, so because... he doesn't have a problem with this. But he has a problem with Godzilla. <laughs> no, 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 because wait, what was your point again? I I was excited because it was a Shane Black film. After watching the trailer, I'm not so much. Not okay. so excited. Uh, okay, so he's fair. He's, he's fair. fair. Okay, more nostalgia, especially for Dell and myself, who are kids of the '80s. We have, of course, been talking about the Bumblebee spin-off movie from the Transformers franchise, yeah. and uh-huh. how it kind of looks. You know, it looks good because it sort of harkens back to the original cartoons. Now, there was some scenes that were screened at San Diego Comic Con recently, and it has been reported that Optimus Prime appears as the '80s G1. Oh, but it's just a hologram. Oh. Mm, makes sense because he didn't arrive to Earth. Yeah, until... he didn't arrive to Earth till the first Transformers movie. Yeah, yeah. and oh. we're still keeping that law, huh? That's interesting. Yeah. Apparently, they are as well. But I don't know how he appears as a truck. Like, why would he need to be a truck? I don't think it's a truck because in um, so the truck was the closest form he can to his original look, right? Mm-hmm. So in a Cybertronian mode on Cybertron, he looks like a truck. So he's transmitting from Cybertron, I imagine. Yeah, I, I would assume so because yeah. Bumblebee apparently is like a spy who's been here since like World War One and World War Two. Yeah, that's what Michael Bay says. Yeah, that's what Michael Bay says. <laughs> uh, we also got a look at the new Decepticons. Apparently in the Bumblebee movie, they're not going to overdo it. They're just going to have three. Oh. All right. So we have a picture of two. They look good. They look like they're from the cartoon. I think one is a helicopter. Oh, and yeah. I, and then I don't know what the other one is. And we saw what we think is Starscream. It's not. It's been confirmed. It's not Starscream? No, it's Blitz. I could be wrong, but it's Blitz. It's Blitz. Okay. See, uh, three, you're saying they're not overdoing it with three, but three is one too many. I think if you have two, you <laughs> can... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of how Bumblebee is going up against three Decepticons. If well, you say two, then maybe yes, he can. There will be some very suspenseful fight scenes where he's go- he he's gonna be overpowered by two. But when you say three, it's like so the all three of them are gonna be <laughs> defeated by uh, one Bumblebee. Well, and Haley Seinfeld. Yeah. Sure, because the movie wants it to. The movie wants it to. It, it just depends what the writers write on the page, I guess. Okay, we're done with nostalgia, although this is a little bit of nostalgia. It's not as old. But The Dark Knight, okay, the first Christopher Nolan Batman movie second. is... It, oh, that sorry, was, yeah, the second, yeah. yeah. The one with Heath Ledger and, mm. you know, what is, I think, in my mind, the best out of the three. It's getting a 10th anniversary limited IMAX re-release. What? So if you are, you know, if you have access to an IMAX theater, this might be playing near you. It's getting re-released. It's 10 years since they released the original back in 2008. I was lucky enough back then to catch it while I was in Melbourne. Uh, and it's a sight to behold. You have to check it out. I never got to see it in IMAX. You might now. Is it coming to Asia though? Mm, it doesn't say here. I mean, I'm reading this off a website, which is predominantly American. But it does say that the re-release will take place in four North American IMAX theaters. That's in LA, in San Francisco, and New York's uh, Times Square. They're doing it in Toronto as well. See, my hopes just died. <laughs> if there's only four in America. Exactly. But you never know. You know, it, it, it just might get one or two runs or maybe like a week-long thing. Maybe in Singapore. Nah. No? Nah. No. I'm skeptical. Yeah. You're skeptical? Uh, yeah. right. I haven't seen Singapore IMAX play anything old. No? Have you? No. 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 Yeah. Well, we can still hope. There, yeah, there's always a first. All right. Let's move on to the Lego Movie 2. Now, Chris Pratt is going to be reprising his role as Emmett in this movie. And he sort of confirmed that Star-Lord will appear <laughs> in the Lego Movie 2. I hope it's voiced by somebody else. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was so weird. And here's another thing to take note of. He says that there apparently is going to be a character, a, a comedic character named Rex, who will be a raptor trainer in the Lego Movie Two. Raptor uh, trainer, which is which is a <laughs> reference is to himself in, in Jurassic World. Uh, uh, this is gonna be meta. It's gonna be meta, and I, I don't know. Do you think this could be done, and it might not be well received, or could it be like a Deadpool thing where people just go, "Oh, that was so great." Yeah. Possibly, uh, because it's Lego. Because it's a cartoon, yeah, yeah. right? It's yeah, yeah. Essentially, it's a cartoon. I guess. Well, bring it on. <laughs> Let me see it, and then I'll I'll say whether or not it was a bad taste. If he has a scene where the three of them are talking to each other, and he yeah. sounds exactly the same, <laughs> and he that, sounds the same. <laughs> That'd be I, so funny. Yeah. I hope we see this in Infinity War, the sequel. Yeah, in the time <laughs> in the time gem when they, they, we have all these. Three Chris Pratt's talking to each other. That's just weird. That's funny. All right. Any Jurassic Park fans? I know Kai is. Yes. All right. Nas is as well. Del is like a... Eh. Uh, first movie, yeah. First movie, yes. Yeah. All right. Park. There is an anniversary happening for the original Jurassic Park. I think it's 25 years. So they have erected a Jeff Goldblum statue <laughs> in London. Wow. In that pose where he's all bare-chested. Oh, and, my goodness. And sexy. And I have a photo here. And it looks... It looks yeah. like Wait, Jeff Goldblum. Is, is it a statue or like is it a wax? It's a thing? statue. It's a oh. twenty-three foot long statue because <laughs> he's oh. you know he's lying down. Yeah. So. yeah, and it's by the London Bridge, and I'll I'll it's show by you by the London Bridge. I'll show you a photo later, but it just oh. looks wrong. Uh, if, if any of our listeners happen to be in London or happen to be going to London, do send us a photo. Yeah. you know, just yeah. tweet at us or send a, tag us on Instagram, whatever yeah. it is. It's uh, so wrong that it's right. It's so wrong that it's right. I I just want to see it. Yeah, and just uh, take a picture of it and go. Yeah, I saw this and that's it. Last bit of news uh, for any Funko fans out there, myself included. Funko is celebrating Marvel Studios' 10th anniversary with some special edition Chrome Pop series, and they're they're all gold. There's going to be 10 of them, and we've got Groot, we've got Black Widow, we've got Captain America, Iron Man, Ant-Man, they're all in there. Gold. Is it just me that's excited here? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, it I'm really not, is just you. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's move it along. Well, if TB was here, he'd be excited. Yeah, yes, exactly. Maybe. Uh, I miss TB. <laughs> anyway, so that's the news this week on the Wine Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us here on the show, check out all our contact links down below. Let's move on to our review for this week. It's not going to be a long one because uh, of uh, what we're going to say about this movie. There's not much to say. Yeah. It's a movie by Dwayne Johnson, and it's called Skyscraper. And that's the whole review <laughs> <laughs> I did not see this movie I've been kind of busy at work and you know because of the fact that we were in Singapore last week let's start off with Del who has watched the movie yeah, yeah um, it was a movie it was um, <laughs> it's just it's it, some people thought it would be it would be like Die Hard for this generation but it's really not no, it tried to oh, take some of the yes thank it you tried Nas. To it take some really of the tried Die Hard elements so I give them an A for effort. <laughs> really? It's like, it's like a combo of trying really? to be Die Hard and, and the Towering Inferno. Uh, I give yeah. them a solid A for effort and a solid Y for doing it. Uh, <laughs> now, is that Y? Why? You know? Del, you want to start first? It's really cheesy. The action weren't that great. I I don't know. Really? <laughs> that that shot of uh the rock running across the crane? the crane jumping, I, it you was would, ridiculous. You would I'd have say. thought Thank that <laughs> with his size and weight, he would just drop vertically down. But no, no he was, he, he defied the laws of gravity. <laughs> well, because yeah. of his size and weight, he probably has momentum. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what balls. kind of physics you studied when you were young. Um, you know the, the whole Acme cartoon thing, you know, yeah. with, with Roadrunner and, and Kylie. Right, right, right. Anyway, but if you just take it at face face value, then yeah, you may be entertained. Yeah, the Hong. You see, like when we watch Hong Kong movies, right, in the past, and they always have these caricatures of Western people in them. Yeah, yeah. They they are just one liners, mustache twirling villains. And in this movie, they've turned it around. So the Hong Kong police were the caricatures. They, they had one lines. They were just there to look pretty. I don't know, even though they're not that pretty. It's it's very bad. 
for a movie to have like your side characters just there. They they, they didn't add to the story. No, no not at they, all. They were just sort of set why, dressing there. Yeah, yeah, why would you need to feature so much of the Hong Kong police? <laughs> and they look incompetent because they are not doing their job. The head of the uh, investigation was just sitting in his truck the whole time while the rock was off running doing stuff. <laughs> The Hong Kong police guy is played by that same um, guy uh, uh, who was in the Dark Knight, right? Dark Knight? Was I know the, he was the real. Same actor? Yeah, the same I actor. I think so. Yeah, this, his he surname is Man. Uh, What's his uh, first name? Uh? But then the. he. <laughs> 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 oh. The Man. No, A. I just realized <laughs> that he played Ryu in Street Fighter. Oh. Really? Yeah. The original one. Yeah. The one with uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. That very one. Because oh. I noticed because uh, there was an article that just came out saying that he was very high the whole time he's, he filmed that movie. <laughs> And it was a it was a disaster, was a disaster on set. Kai, what did you think of skyscraper? I'm I'm almost afraid to ask. Uh, let Nas go first. Nas, oh, okay. okay. Well, background for the movie, I guess. The Rock is an ex FBI agent. Yeah. Uh, and now he's he's become head of security for Pearl Tower in Hong Kong, which is the highest, uh, the tallest building, building in the in world, the world right here. And then, okay, so he lives in the tower. His family uh, works there. He doesn't live there. He doesn't live there. He's just there for a, a there. job interview. Well, the the family go and test out one of the, the apartments. Building, yeah. yeah, and then hackers hack into the security of the building, and then they become arsonists as well, right? Yeah. No, they they wanted to blow up the building yeah. to in order for them to get hold They're, of a device which controls the uh, still the arson. pearl. Still, oh. still arson. Yeah, still arson. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's a group of baddies who want to yeah. get something from the building, and yeah. they end up setting the whole building on fire. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, okay. he has to save his family because he's the uh, the uh, <laughs> risk manage manager for the building. No, that's not uh, what I no? meant. He's like oh. you know that, that family because, guy. He has uh, to save okay. his family. Oh, because it's all about family. <laughs> and all and curious, yeah. right? Okay. It's all odds. It's your typical disaster movie guy tries to save his world. Okay. Uh, kind of thing. Ridiculous stunts done. Uh, there's a lot of stunts <laughs> scotch, done. Scotch tape to become super Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, one of the lines that I thought was face palm was... What was it, Kai? If you're, you're not... If you can't fix it using duct tape, you're not using enough, enough duct, duct tape. tape. <laughs> Who's, who says that on their own? <laughs> so, Hollywood. Uh, yeah. A guy who sells duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> I think... <sighs> Uh, out of Dwayne's three movies the past six months, this would be the the worst. The bottom. The bottom. What was the movies the last? We, we had Jumanji. We and had Rampage. All oh, right. And so I thought oh. Jumanji was on top. Right. Followed by Rampage. All right, Kai. Finally, you. Uh, there's a thing. Uh, there's a myth known to man that he who is named Dwayne Johnson shall be the greatest man on earth in every movie he does. Right. I, I can't be wrong. Every movie he's done, he's yes. the greatest man on earth. Yes. Right. Except yeah. the Scorpion King. I have not seen that. Um, but he is a king there. Yeah, <laughs> true, true, true. true. Um, so when I was watching this movie, it had a great, very visual opening with that police police standoff yes. in, in Skyscraper. Uh, okay. Which I thought, if this, if this was the tone of the film, this would be a great film, right? Because he was tense. And then somewhere along the way, The Rock barely got injured, <laughs> held up an entire bridge, including his own body weight, by lifting the titanium cables with bare hands. I have no idea what was going on back then. So. <laughs> okay. He lifting the titanium cables with bare hands, being able to breathe all the way up there on top of like we're almost hitting the like stratosphere, the stratosphere at that point. But he's able to breathe and is not freezing to death. All he literally does is wear the same shirt, duct tape himself around the building, and do these crazy stunts with a prosthetic leg. Yes, uh, that's what I forgot to mention. Is it right. bionic in in any way? No, <laughs> it's not bionic. It's 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 the usual carbon Kevlar titanium yeah, okay. uh, titanium mold. But no, it's just like, come on, man! Like, <laughs> come on, does, man! Does, does the Put leg, some effort into does, the writing. Does, does the leg turn into a gun or something? No, no nothing. It's, it's literally nothing. So, like, so it's just a it's just a prosthesis leg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I I think I saw that in the trailer. 
Well, the thing is, I, I saw the trailer and, and I thought, you know, this is another one of those turn your brain off kind of movie that you have it to enjoy. Is. But now that from what I've heard from you guys... You and- can't even enjoy it. <laughs> I know. I think you can if you really turn your brain off. Really turn it <laughs> off. Really turn it off. I, I don't know what that is. Do you, I, are, are there I'm, levels to, to, to turning off your brain? Or? Just, just, I don't know, just stare at the screen. <laughs> I think one good thing about this is that The Rock managed to get Nave Campbell to yes. act in the movie yeah. again after yes. a long time yeah, yes. yeah? and she years. I think she did her own stunts I could be wrong mm, but she kind of I wouldn't kicked, know she kind of I like her some butts. scenes I like yeah. her scenes okay yeah. okay collectively let's just do this very quickly let's let's give your ratings because I haven't watched the movie let's start off with Dell out of 10 <laughs> uh, 3.5 oh, 3.5 that's oh. low Kai uh, oof with Baywatch, at least I really enjoyed it, and there was like a lot of really good lines in the film. No, <laughs> come on, you could not tell me you weren't laughing when he called Zach's uh, yeah. Zach Efron high school musical. New Kids on the Block. Yeah, yeah come block. on, guys. All right, NSYNC. Yeah, I would okay. I would give this two rocks out of uh, ten. Two. I would I would give it a two. Yeah. Wow. Okay, Naz. Oh, am I the most lenient one here? I think you are. I give it um six point five. No, not uh, that high. <laughs> I give it a. Seven. Five five tall towers. <laughs> five pearls. Yeah, five pearls. Five pearls. Yeah. Okay. So we've got two of you who are panning this movie, uh-huh. you know, absolutely. And we've got Nas who's, you know, five. It's okay. It's alright. <laughs> it's alright. Don't care. I mean, visually it was good. I, I think my problem is that there's no good fights. You know, there's no good hand-to-hand combat in this movie. Okay. Like yeah. it's it's that's a staple in an action movie. Whether it's in Mission Impossible, Fast and Furious, there's always a good fight scene that you go, yeah, that was good fight. Yeah. Yeah. So there isn't any. In nah, this. not just, this one. Just jumping, try hard jumping stunts. And, yeah. yeah right. Parkour. Funny thing is that the marketing team for this movie actually responded to the fan reaction to the first trailer, which was this kind of looks like Die Hard. This kind of looks like Towering Inferno, and they made posters yeah. mimicking Die, Die Hard, Hard and yeah. the Tower Inferno and, and I saw those and I thought well they're really going for it this time Trying. aren't they and judging from what you said I guess they tried and they really failed <laughs> they tried they for effort alright so that's uh, the Wine Crew review this week about Skyscraper it's not a long one but it is showing in local cinemas if you do want to check it out even after hearing what we have to say about it Go ahead. I mean, it's still a movie, as Del said. But yeah, do let us know if you have checked it out and what you thought of it. Which brings us to our final last bit of the show, which is. That's right. It's called Apaliat, and it's what else we've been watching besides skyscraper. Let's start off with Del. I went on a Frank Darabont, Stephen King marathon, if you would like call a binge. It. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So I started with Shawshank Redemption. Oof. Mm. Oh, the feels at the end when uh, they finally the met. Hey. I'll see you in Ziwatanehu. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> uh, such a well directed and well written movie. It doesn't have any spectacle to it, but then just the story itself. Yeah. The friendship between Red and um. Uh, what's his name? Andy. Yeah. Andy, um, yes. Yeah. Uh, first, man, Andy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I like that. Uh... Did this whole movie had, had him narrating. So yeah, that yeah. was like one of the best things about it. My favorite line from the whole movie. I mean, it's like a two-hour, 40-minute long yeah. movie. Yeah. My favorite line from the movie is when the warden shoots himself. In, right. in the office and you you hear Red and everything saying I would like to know what went through the warden's head that morning <laughs> besides the bullet yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes yes and then yes. the salvation lies within um, with the hammer yeah yeah, oh, yeah. so good the little chisel yeah he used. so good uh, and the next movie was uh, Green Mile. Oh, dude, no! Another good one. Yeah. No, I can't. I can't. It's too painful. It's uh, I, I think watching it like this is like the the second or third time that I'm really sitting down, like, watching like really it watching the it the whole yeah. way through, and I realized why they got Tom Hanks to play that role because at the end, when he went to shake the hand of um, Michael Clark, Duncan. Michael yeah. Clark, 
I could not stop crying. I was like ugly crying. Yeah, it was so. I good. have to say, this is one of those movies that that you would that I, I react. That that I was react. the final scene where he has to, you know, it, it's time for him. Yeah, to, and, to get and, yeah, and you had um the other guy. What's his name? Uh, David Morse standing beside Tom Hanks, saying, "You gotta say it. Like you gotta, you gotta tell the, the them yeah. to start the electrocution." Yeah. yeah, and he's just standing there, not moving. Oh. On the day of my judgment, when I meet, you know, <laughs> like when he says that line, I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. And then the third one was the mist. The oh, mist was so good. Oh, Thomas good. Jane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess he got punished. <laughs> well, you no, had, you... they're as good as the other two by a mile. But yeah. as a story, I guess it by was a okay. Green mile? <laughs> by a green mile. <laughs> as a story, I guess there was something there because the ending was something that was shocking. Well, you know, maybe give it time. Maybe there'll be a Shawshank redemption. <laughs> 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 so you you had a good week in uh, in, well, in movies this week. Okay, uh, moving on to Kai. What else you've been watching? Apple Ah, uh, so I've been uh, on a Mission Impossible binge so Mission Impossible is one of those movie franchises that I've only watched the movie once when it came out yeah. and I remember thinking yeah that was a good movie okay. but here. I've never watched it together because I'm excited for the sixth one yeah. uh, which is coming out next week here. by the way yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I watched Mission Impossible 1 the first thing that's very hard for me to accept is that Tom Cruise was 30 something in that movie yeah he looks really young he looks he's, like he's, he's 34 yeah. yeah he's, he's 34. got a baby face he's got a baby face he still does you know if you look at it like yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I watched that one and I, I like uh, I like the fact that John Voight played the original Mission Impossible yeah. character and turned out to be a villain uh, I watched the second one and I thought why and then <laughs> yes <laughs> I finished the third one last night and obviously J.J. Abrams is a master he's, yeah that was his first directing gig that was yeah. his he, first movie yes because he, he came straight from TV yeah yeah and I thought wow how is how did he not get more movies he did he just preferred to be a producer okay so yeah so I'm gonna watch the fourth and the fifth one hopefully in time for fall those are good the fourth and the fifth yeah, one yeah I'm super yeah. excited yeah. you've got about uh, maybe four days before the release of Mission Impossible Fallout which is uh, happening this coming week I think on yes. July 25th 26th uh, yeah so Mission Impossible uh, you got the Blu-rays in Singapore I did lucky oh. you oh. <laughs> alright the, the box set or yeah, like box set, all five movies. Wow. Yeah. All right, moving on to Naz. What else have you been watching this week? Uh, I watched Mission Impossible 1. Nah. No yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Oh my gosh. So you watched the only the first one then? Only the first one. And then I watched Prometheus. Oh, the, wow. the alien. The alien. <laughs> the alien Prometheus. Why? Yeah. Oh, she's face bombing. She's, she's face bombing. No, no. I'm, I'm asking you, why did you watch it? Oh, yeah. why did I? Oh, no. My brother was playing oh, uh, the Blu-ray. So, so it was on. It so was you, on. So uh, I was like, okay, I want to watch this. I liked the intro. And then... I liked the bits where, you know, things started to go haywire. Yeah. And then and that, after that, it was like, what was is going on? It was long and draggy. I actually really liked that movie. What? You like long and draggy movies? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was funny. Um, no, because uh, I... Okay, so the thing... Problem with Prometheus is you got to read the companion book. Okay. A lot uh, of the information is in that book. You read? <laughs> <laughs> While watching the dragon movie, I'm about to blow your mind. I also went to school. (laughs) No, no, no. Like, you read the Prometheus companion book. I mean, you would read. No, but then why? What what kind of book? Why have a companion book? Art book slash companion book. Because Ridley Scott. Whoa, I'm about to really put some flame on the wine crew with this. (laughs) Ridley Scott should stop. Yeah. Retire. Well, He's uh, done. He's so past his prime. No way. Wait a minute. What? You're talking about the same release Scott that gave us The Martian mm-hmm. as well as um, Money in the World. All the Money in the World. Yeah. I'm, uh, he's also the guy who gave us Alien Covenant Alien? Prometheus. Look, you, you, he uh, should stop Heaven. Aliens. Alien Kingdom one. of Heaven. Alien yeah. one. Kingdom Alien of one. Heaven was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> what? You should yeah. not bring back someone's past. Of- <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> Way to hit the point home. Oh. No, no, no. Kingdom of Heaven was a long time ago. No, I, I'm just saying... Directors when, can have their ups and downs. I'm just saying... Not Christopher Nolan. I'm just saying when he <laughs> has his misses, there's such big misses. Yes, Very that's big true. Misses. Because he had that big one with uh, Brad Pitt and it was a whole A-list cla- cast. What was that? Huh? Uh, this really long and draggy drama. <laughs> uh, what long is it called? Movies. It was just like uh, six, seven years ago. 
But anyway, I, yes, he should stop making alien. Yeah, I uh, sorry, Nas, not to steal the thunder from you. What did you think of Prometheus? Oh, yeah, I told you, long and draggy. <laughs> okay, but do you think mythologically it's you have to ask somebody who knows it, the myth I, mythology I, of? I, I was actually no, yeah, mythologically it's pretty cool. Okay, yeah, all right, like how they want to find the how humans. Mm. But you see, that's the, that's crazy. where. That's where you divide the the like the true alien fans because yeah. they think the mythology is all off. Yeah. Because oh. the alien was an accident, right? Because yeah. the idea is that when the Nostromo, they just found it. Yeah, yeah. yeah just when the Nostromo it. arrived on LV four twenty six, it was an accident, and yeah. Uh, yeah. So so they they didn't really need to explore what yeah. happened before. No, that, no, right? I get it. I I do understand, and I'm I again. I read the companion book, and basically, do you guys care? If I tell you what the point of Prometheus I mean, you know, just, was, yes, yes, go so ahead. So the black man, if you notice, when they go onto the engineer ship, is that yeah. they have the xenomorph in deified positions, like yeah. like Michelangelo's paintings. Yes. Yeah, and the reason for that is because the xenomorphs were a creature that visited the the engineer planets, right? And they gave them the black matter through which the entire world was built. Yep. And that's why the engineers have tried to recreate those creatures. Oh, okay, okay. Right. They want to recreate the being. So the, the reason why it's called Prometheus is because Prometheus was the Greek god that gave man fire. Yeah. Right. And in the engineers' eyes, those those xenomorphs, those creatures, gave them technology and right. science and basically bio microbiotic life. Yep. And they want to bring recreate that, just yes. like humans recreated fire. But the problem was with the whole third act. It just became a monster film. Yep. Yeah. And further watching Alien Covenant, it's it just got worse. Yep. Mm, okay. So that's why I thought Prometheus was the least evil of the two because it that's true. there's a certain mythology there. But it's mm. such a yawn. It really. Uh, <laughs> my favorite part Long is when uh, movie. <laughs> my favorite part is when Michael Fassbender gets that vial of the black substance, yes. and then he goes, "Big things have small beginnings." Like See? you know that line. Yeah. It's such a good line. Like every time that year, somebody goes like, "Oh." I'm in a relationship and hopefully I'll marry her. I'm like, big things have small beginnings. <laughs> I kept quoting that line. All right. You know, uh, now that you've talked a little bit about the alien mythology, let's consider having like a alien special episode where sure. we talk about, you know, from yeah. Prometheus all the way to alien. Sure. Uh, I got to I gotta rewatch everything. Yeah. I, I, I have the box set if you want. Okay. Wow. Yeah, all right. All right. I'll, I'll finish this section off with saying uh, Mission Impossible 2 gave, us, gave me the best theme song. Oh. oh, the Limbiscuit one. <laughs> oh yeah, it's Limbiscuit, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was. No, no, but not not the song, just the soundtrack. Oh. The the opening track. Oh, the wrong one. Yeah, yeah. So nothing speaks two thousand year two thousand like Limbiscuit, Tom Cruise with long hair and a leather jacket, and obviously. It's long, like, oh, this hair. is, yeah, hair. yeah, this yeah. is uh, 2000. <laughs> All right. That, I guess that's the episode. Yeah. <laughs> what oh. have you been watching? Oh, yeah, no, what have I been watching? CC uh, what? CC what? CC what? what? What's CC? What? I, I actually had a chance to check out this movie yesterday, and I, I had no intention uh, of watching it. It's just that I saw it available on On Demand, and I thought, let's see what this is. I watched Tully. Oh, really? Tully, yeah. Tully, Tully. Which Ch- one's Charlize Theron. Yeah, she's she plays a mother, and right. it's a story about how I've you not know, seen she, this. It's so good. I love. Oh, there, all there were certain parts movies. in there where I, you know, I teared up a little bit because Aww. of you know it pulls on emotional heartstrings. It's just a story of how this mother is dealing with the second child that she just had, and it's it becomes so overwhelming. But there's you know there's a nice. Story there, and uh, oh, I recommend you guys check it out. I'm not gonna spoil it for you guys. Yeah, but uh, I'm already feeling the feels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's one of the focus feature films. Mm. Uh, so this is like an Oscar bid thing, I, I guess. Wow. It, it tried to. Yeah, it tried to. But yeah, check it out if you haven't already checked it out. Tully, great movie, great fun time. I guess it's not very long. It's about an hour and a half long. So okay. yeah, if you've got an hour and a half to spare. Check it out. So there you go. That's the episode this week on the Wine Crew Podcast. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us here on the show, check out our contact links down below. And we'll see you next week where we will be doing a review of Mission Impossible Fallout, the sixth movie in the Mission Impossible franchise. We are very excited about that. I'm sure Kai is. Del, are you? Yes. Okay. Naz? Yeah. All right. Next week, Mission Impossible 6. Uh, I'm Kev from the Wine Crew signing off. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>